Welcome to Conscious Acts of Change, where thought-provoking, inspirational, and introspective works are designed to help you learn how to heal yourself through spiritual growth and development. I am Empress Q, and I am here again this evening and wish you a beautiful morning, evening, night, or afternoon, wherever you may be. I'm coming to talk this evening about our sacred expressions and sacred emotions. I am going to probably say some things you may have never heard before, but I want to make sure that I am delivering understanding and truth in a way that help you to heal those wounded areas within your soul, within your heart, within your mind. So as we begin this evening, or I begin this evening, let's begin with talking about how are you feeling today? How are you feeling today? You see, I've defined emotions as a psycho-psychological experience and a state of mind that directs how we interact and respond to not only ourselves but to other people, to other environments, other places, other situations, circumstances in our lives. It is a psycho-psychological experience because this psychological experience is happening within our minds and then transferred into our hearts. Through emotions and our expressions, we experience both a biochemical emotion. A biochemical emotion is an internal emotion. It deals with the DNA of how we are made up. Because everyone has a divine yet distinct fingerprint from the universe in which you were created. And the thing about it is that many of us are not aware. We're not aware of all these other attributes and things that make up who we are and how it impacts how we express ourselves. And those expressions are poured out into our environment. What we call our world, quote unquote, or our kingdom. Our Garden of Eden, our communities, our tribes, how do we pour out into those networks and connections? How do we express ourselves when we are experiencing emotional turbulence that is not sacred? You see, our emotions are sacred when we are in a commune state of being, within the unification and oneness of the divine source. 
because the source is sacred. Therefore, when we return to that biochemical self, separate and apart from the biochemical matter of the earth, then we realize that we are in oneness. But when we return to these shells, these bodies, these suits, this matter in which we exist, we associate mentally and connect with emotionally and sometimes physically with our moods, our behaviors, our personality, our disposition, our conscious experience, our temperament, our personality. How they arouse and motivate our behaviors. One day we feel this way, the next day we feel that way. One way we're up, the next day we're down. One day someone motivates us, and the next day we still feel discouraged. Within our changing environment, emotions have become a woman's kryptonite. But it's everyone's kryptonite. Just a woman, it's a man's kryptonite as well. Men just act out a little differently than women. I think that women are far more emotional than men, although you have some men who can also be emotional. But that is their way of feeling free and releasing their emotions, and they have no problem whatsoever of feeling what is within and letting it come out. But being our kryptonite, this kryptonite like Superman will bring us down and take us totally out the game through our uncertainty and our fears. Our emotions are strong and powerful. They can become nuclear and explosive when our feelings of love, security, and trust are feeling threatened. Feelings and emotions are important to us because they connect us to ourselves. They are our gauges to let us know the temperature of what is happening on the inside of us. We express our emotions that can connect us to joy or pain for ourselves as well as for others. And we feel our feelings from within side of our bodies, forms of energy expressing as situations, sensations, tinglings. Our emotions are also connected to our ego. Those energies and send sensors out to draw opinions and make judgments about others' feelings. And emotion measures the reactions to a situation before you even feel it. And later becoming emotional weapons of destruction for some people 
particularly women, when we are hurt, we outlash. We want to hurt others. So they can become weapons of self-destruction and loving emotions for others. Our emotions become really high through personal love relationships <clears throat> and our children serving as mirrors to our own lives showing us who they are. Our loving relationships reflect back to us through the ones that love us. The medical industry has shown us how strong emotions and feelings can influence our health. A good example is the number of women experiencing breast cancer or ovarian cancer or uterine cancer. Thousands, millions of women are holding emotions and feelings that have become their kryptonite. In Louise Hayes' book, You Can Heal Your Life, she says that a woman's breasts represent mothering and nurturing and nourishment. Any breast problems that we experience is a direct reflection of our refusal to nourish ourselves. To mother ourselves. In those areas of our life, we're filling a void. We put everyone else in front of us. We put everyone first by overly mothering and overly protecting them with our overbearing attitudes, behaviors, and the need to tell someone else what to do. So, we generally never follow our own advice. Therefore, we cannot be the change or the example or the presence for someone else if we're not taking our own advice. We fall into those pathways and gateways of inner fear. You know, let's look at amnesia. I'm sorry, abs uh, asthma. Amnesia, that's another one too. That's a big one. I guess I'm supposed to talk about that because it came off my tongue first. But I'm going to deal with asthma. Asthma is also another self-reflection example of fear. Our refusal to take life in fully. I can't breathe. I can't breathe. I'm not taking in life. I'm not enjoying and taking in the breath that was given to me by Yahweh. 
I'm using my breath. I'm using my tongue to speak things that are adverse to love and peace and truth and light and understanding and love. Instead, I'm speaking things that are causing pain and anger and suffering for someone else or my own self. So when I am unable to breathe properly, it is because of my emotions and my expressions through sound, through my voice. Not accepting who we are, not accepting to live in ease or even exist can be devastating thoughts for some of us. We love, give, and sacrifice ourselves to others. We pretend to just meet a really hot guy inviting him to our house. What would you do to impress him? The first thing we're thinking about is someone else. Not allowing others to love us, to share, to give, to move their being in, through, and around us. But we want to be the first ones to outpour all that we have inside of us into someone else. How would you set the stage for the evening? Would you cook him dinner? A really great meal? Would you buy a sexy lingerie for the evening? Would you prepare a bubble bath for the two of you? Would you get your hair, nails, and feet done? What would you do? to make sure he is comfortable, comforted, and impressed, impressed with the special treatment you gave to him. What did he do in return to show you his gratefulness, his appreciation for all the effort you put forth? Chances are you spent a lot of money to prepare for this date. Hmm. Spend the same amount of money and create the same environmental atmosphere that you created, created for him, created for you. You deserve a good life, a happy life. You deserve emotions that are going to bring life and fire in your soul. Set the mood of comfort for you. What is required to develop sacred feelings and emotions for you? How can you <clears throat> improve upon your own emotional intelligence? How will you recognize sacred emotions and feelings when they arise within you? Do you know your emotional triggers? What are those triggers? Let's review some additional pertinent 
and key questions in helping you better understand who you are. We must go deep within ourselves, challenge, push, and tear down ourselves so that we can have a rebirth, bring forth a new life, a new life that you deserve. Take possession of your kingdom and change it the way you want to live. That is what we teach. Lifestyles by design. How will you design your life now and when you come into the understanding that change needs to happen? What emotional triggers upset you or set you off? Write them down. Put it on paper. Don't just have another trigger. Write it down so you can capture what it is, so you can recognize what it is, so that when you feel it coming on, you can begin to take possession of the feeling. Take control of it. You master it rather than it mastering you. What emotions drive the state of your feelings, your actions, your words, or your deeds causing healthy or harming relationships with others? What emotions are there? I'm talking about emotions deeper than the traditional emotions that we talk every day about. Fear and anxiety and trauma and hopelessness. I'm talking about emotions deeper than that. What type of communication styles drive your emotions directly or indirectly? Do you know how you communicate? What is your style? when communicating with others, as even with yourself. Sometimes we can stand in the mirror and say, I love you, you are beautiful, you are all that you can be. You are a creature and a divine light, light of the divine. You are prosperous. But then two days later, you are self-sabotaging yourself. You're not feeling that beauty, that creativity, that divine unification with God. What happened? What changed it? What took you from the high to the low? What environment do you find yourself in when your emotional energies and feelings are out of balance? How do you know? Can you receive or interpret or respond or send messages without being emotional? We're emotional when we send text messages to other people. We are emotional when we have miscommunications, when we are not listening to what is being said to us, but our emotions position itself to take range and fire as the other person speaks, can't wait till they finish so I can tell them what I think. 
We're emotional when we get bad news. We're emotional when we lose someone. We're emotional when we don't like what we see anymore. And we begin to express ourselves through our emotions in ways that we send into the universe. And when they come back to us like a boomerang, we don't understand why this is happening to me. Why? So, I found 106 attributes of emotions and feelings. I didn't even know that many existed. <laughs> but after I read them all, they made sense and they do exist. And I called our emotionals attributes of the entanglements within our minds. Because they are entanglements within our minds. Those entanglements look like self-imprisonment, possessiveness, being paranoid, mistrusting, miserable, irresponsible, analytical, got to examine everything, abusive, chaotic, self-defeating, destructive, no inner peace, brokenness, greed, adversarial, deceptive, combative, conflictive, manipulative, Irresponsible, ridiculous, ruthless, secretive. These are just some commanding, selfish, impatient. How we disguise ourselves through our emotions and express to others what we are feeling turbulent about on the inside. How do we bring peace to our unforgiving hearts? The vengeance, the viciousness, the stubbornness we hold inside ourselves. This is our kryptonite. These are the things that take us down in time either in mind or in body, through our health or through our thinking, our decision-making. That is where your amnesia comes in because we have forgotten who we are. Some of us really do not have the understanding or the knowingness of who we are and how to use those scales of gifts and frequencies and rhythms and pathways of growing our life, of moving us from one 
vibrational energy to the next. We don't understand about the seals that are hidden within us. That's why they are hidden because it is our responsibility to be in depth with ourselves to find those hidden treasures that lie within us. But we're looking outside in the world for them. I remember reading something just recently that said, and I'm going to paraphrase it, that if man is having difficulty finding happiness and peace and is unhappy with his destiny, it is because he's not looking inside of himself. The answers are not outwardly but inwardly so then that brings us to this place what I call our supreme understanding our supreme understanding is our wisdom wisdom is supreme therefore get wisdom this says in Proverbs 4 7 so when we talk about understanding our reason for being and to help get us closer to looking at our meaningfulness and relationship with the divine. You have to become closer and understand and understanding who you are. You cannot move backwards and forwards at the same time in the same space. You must first prepare your life to clean out your vessel your biochemical shell, your body, your mind. We must clean it out from the toxicity, from those emotions that we've picked up and latched onto us and don't want to let go. And we find ourselves needing counseling and coaching and all these other things because we've attached ourselves to so many things from the world that we don't know how to Clean that space. Empty that space. Your life has a reason for its being. There is a divine purpose and a divine plan. There is a master plan for you. But sometimes we have to reprogram. Not because the divine has made a mistake. It's because we have amnesia and duality at the same time. We've separated ourselves from the oneness and we became two, good and evil, knowledge and life, not standing in unification of being one with the divine. So when we step into duality, we have just put our whole foot into the hot water, thinking we're greater. And so we must go through the process of that, whatever it leads us. But the true process we must go through is preparation. 
preparing our hearts so that we do not continue to experience emotional setbacks. We must find that supreme understanding within ourselves so that we can unify with it and no longer have a need to want to be greater than, but to become one with. You know, the whole chakra system, which I'm going to talk about the chakras in another uh, episode, is about evolution. Working with the light, working with the energy fields within our own body, working with the seals, working with the meridians, working with the wheels, within the wheel, within our bodies. Each one having a different function that brings us into a place of balance and peace. And that balance being our emotional balance. Have you ever met someone that, you know, you could just go off on them or just say all kind of things and they, their temperament never changes? Because they know. They understand their supreme understanding about who they are. Only the ones that that have fluctuating temperaments are not in oneness. Many people think they're in oneness. But all you have to do is trigger that behavior and they'll show you who they are. So we must gain some level of control and sometimes we need to be continually in receivership of instruction and direction and guidance without any technical assistance from anyone in the world. But to align ourselves within our divine pathway so that we are able to enter our sacred gardens of the mind and open the doors to our past, present, and future possibilities so that as we experience and we review and we express ourselves we're able to transform the words the body gestures the thoughts the feelings the anxiety you know the word anxiety Root meaning means trouble in the mind. So when you are anxious or experiencing anxiety, it means there's trouble in the mind. And whatever the trouble in the mind is, is just an illusion or a perception of a thought. Because the one thing about the trouble in the mind, at some point it passes away. And then there's another trouble in the mind, and that passes away. And then there comes another trouble in the mind, and that passes away. 
So why are we holding on to things that trouble our mind, that serve as our kryptonite, that does not provide divine purpose? You know, the word feminine spiritually simply means to be open like a flower. To be open. A woman or femininity is the balance. So it is our divine purpose to bring all things into harmony and balance, which includes ourselves. I can't balance you if I can't balance myself. We no longer need to struggle with being difficult or allowing the ego to have power over us, to be the trickster in our life. We can speak from love and learn to let go of the ego and earthbound energies, preparing us to gain greater understanding or higher spiritual intelligence. Uncertainty and the unknown are places where we are hesitant to go, to enter. It is where your ultimate experience begins for cleaning out the vessel as well as merging with your spiritual and higher self. You see, once we connect to that unification of oneness, oh, that heart just cleans out and we become free and liberations in our environment and our soul and guess what you don't even care what happens somebody tell you really sorry to hear that honey I'm sure you'll figure it out stop taking on the emotional feelings of others it doesn't serve a purpose in your life this is the time. We are preparing for a new year. We must change how we move through this planet in order for us to attain what we seek from the universe. 2023 will be the year of the word. We must be cognizant cognizant of the words we use because whatever we put out is going to have such a fast impact and return to your life. You're going to say, oh God doesn't love me. Oh, he loves you. We just don't love ourselves because we're not paying attention. You see, words have power. And we must know what the meaning of the word is and stop mimicking what the world tells us because the world is the puppeteer and we are the puppets. 
And so if it tells us to be sad, we're trending sadness this week. We're trending unhappiness this week. We're trending abuse this week. We're trending trauma this week. We're trending being judgmental this week. We are puppeteers and we just fall into those different diverse emotional personalities and totally aware of what is happening to us. Because the world is dangling us and does not want us to know the truth about ourselves. So, so, a new year is coming. Take possession of your kingdom. Take possession of your house. Take possession of your heart. Take possession of your emotions. Take possession of your life. And no longer allow someone else to cause you to be someplace else that you really don't want to be. Don't you deserve a new life? Don't you deserve a happy life? Guess what? You're the only person that's going to create it. No one else will ever bring that to you. They won't bring it to you on a silver platter or a dirty platter. Only you can do that. So we must reprogram the plan. We must take time to assess what is triggering me when I'm around a particular person or a particular environment. If I don't like that job and every time I walk through the door and I got an attitude, it's time to go. If every time I put the key in my door and the person on the other side is not joyful and happy, it's time to go. Because the only life that you can save is your own. Because when you leave here, you will go alone. This is Empress Q. And I deliver thought-provoking, inspirational, and in introspective works in my literature in my speaking I am teaching people how to heal themselves you have the gift you have the power it is in your DNA it is in the biochemical framework in which you were created from scientific and spiritual simultaneously. Know who you are. Because everything is one. With the one. I am looking forward to the new year. I have a lot of great things coming down my pipeline in terms of the work that I am doing. I'm getting my website updated. I will uh, have that released on the 1st of December. I will make those announcements. I'm just going to do a special um, talk one day just around the works that I do and so that you can go see for yourself. Join the Nirvana community. It is something that will be of great benefit to you. And I will have my podcast on my website uh, in addition to a lot of great activities. Uh, teaching my courses, 
as well as doing uh, what I call progressive retreats, a Nirvana retreat, helping us to progress deeper when we come out of our own environments and learning to take that next step of healing ourselves because you have the power. You don't need to go lay on anybody's couch. <laughs> you have the power. Everything that you need, you are already equipped with. The divine ensured that you just have to learn how to tap into it, how to use it, and how to elevate the frequencies of your evolution. Because you are divine. You are magnificent. But if you don't feel it, it's because you're not using it. So have a wonderful evening, morning, afternoon, or day, wherever you may be. Know that it is time for us to step into the third year of this new age of Aquarius. Come January 1. What will you do different next year that you have not done this year? Have a great evening. I will talk with you soon. In a couple of days, I am ready, gearing up, and trying to bring as much thought-provoking, inspirational, and introspective literature of works regarding how to Grow and develop your life from the inside out. Shalom.